This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone, Tim McMaster here, along with our MLB.com Rays reporter, Bill Chastain. And, Bill, we record this podcast on Tuesday afternoon. And on Monday, I was afraid we were going to be talking about a 12-game losing streak for the Rays. But they come through on Monday night. They get a win over the Red Sox, a much-needed win. And they get offense that had really been lacking as this team in those 11 losses. I think it only scored 29 runs, but they get 13 against the Red Sox, including a big five-run first inning against the Boston team that's really struggling. Uh, So a little good news here as we do the podcast, and Blake Snell gets his first career victory. Um, He wasn't lights out by, by any means, but it's always nice to see a young pitcher with the upside of a guy like Snell get that first W. Yeah, and, you know, he had a couple of moments last night where, um, of course, the Red Sox bats are always capable of putting up big numbers, and he had a couple of moments where he came through when he had to, even even with the big lead. You know, things could have gotten hand out of hand. You know, you chip away a little bit here, a little bit there, and then, you know, a couple innings later, you're in trouble. So uh, I thought he showed well last night and, and had some uh, maybe some growth moments. Obviously, when you're uh, when you're in a streak like 11 straight losses, um, things aren't going to be happy. The the clubhouse isn't going to be a, a joyful place at all. But how did this team handle that losing streak from from a day to day standpoint? When you're in the clubhouse with the team, have they been able to at least stay and keep kind of a level head through it all? I think they really handled it pretty well. And of course, um, I don't know if it helps or not, or, or makes you more frustrated. But I do think that there is the feeling that you know a lot of this might not they might not have happened had uh, they not had the injuries that they've incurred, incurred, and uh, you know, not as an excuse, but kind of like you know, we're doing the best we can. You know, uh, uh, it might be a little better if we were equipped with some of these other guys. And, and you know, I think one way to look at this team too is that um, it was going to be a struggle for this team to be competitive with what they had at the start of the year. So they really don't have the luxury of losing too many pieces. And once that happened, I think uh, they really felt the brunt of that. Yeah, when you talk about losing pieces, I mean, they've lost the pieces that were brought up to replace the original pieces at this point. I mean, you look at a, a list of Steve Pierce, Kevin Kiermeyer, Brandon Geyer, Mikey Matuk, Steven Souza. I mean, it's caused them to actually go out and make a move. They make a move to get Oswaldo Arcia uh, late last week from the Twins, and he's given the team a little bit of a lift. Uh, Sunday, he goes three for four, hits a homer, drives in three, and then Monday night he goes three for five, gets a double, scores a couple of runs. Um, this is a guy who was having a tough season, but it's a, also a guy that in the past is not a great guy in the outfield, but but in the past has shown the ability to hit at the major league level, and and right now he's provided a little spark for the Rays. Yeah, I know. I was I, right away. One of the first things that caught my attention was his fielding percentage. <laughs> Nine seventy nine is not good for an outfield, right? But. Um, 
you know, I, I think he was a little bit of a mystery there in Minnesota. Uh, you know, he was uh, had some good years there and then just kind of fell off the map. Uh, but and, and apparently the Twins uh, decided to, to give up on him, and then the, uh, the Rays thought he might be a, a guy to help get him going. You know, there, there aren't a lot of times you're going to lose, you know, all of your outfielders at once like the Rays have, but, uh, you know, he looks like he, he might be able to help them uh, patch up this spell, and who knows, maybe he'll have one of those spots when uh, everybody returns. Yeah, the Twins were in a situation with with Arce, I think too, when they have they have young outfielders coming up. I don't think they wanted to hold back any of those players as far as playing time goes for a guy like Arce, and I think that led them to maybe give up on him a little quicker than you would think. The the one thing the Rays have prided themselves obviously on is is great defense, and he doesn't fit that. Um, what are the chances? I mean, they didn't give up much, or they're not going to give up much to. Uh, for for acquiring Arceus, so if you end up having to kind of cut your losses on him once everybody comes back, not a big deal, I think. Um, but what are the chances you think that he could stick with this team once you get some of those other guys back? That's really hard to determine yeah. because it really seems like the, the Rays have kind of loaded up on uh, uh, kind of plotting outfielder DH types this year. And, you know, I think when all the smoke clears, it's kind of hard to figure out you know, among the ones you have, which one is going to be your DH? Um, you know, they, they made the trade for Corey Dickerson. He's shown a lot of power and hit for an average. Um, when the better fielding outfielders come back, you know, he's going to be your DH. So then what do you do with Arcia? Um, it, it'll be interesting to see, but of course, a lot of times these things have a way of working themselves out with other injuries or, or moves. I know Matt Silverman has come out this week and said, hey, this team's not throwing in the towel yet. I think some of that goes with what you talked about and the injuries, and and you'd like to see if you get guys healthy what this team can do, and maybe sometime between now and that trade deadline at the end of July, they go on a run, they get back into contention, we'll see. But right now the number is obviously not playing out, but but from a ownership standpoint, from a front office standpoint, they're not ready to throw in the towel uh, just yet. So we'll see over the next six weeks how that plays out. Uh, Bill, you got a chance to catch up with Andy Sonnenstein, and here's a guy that, that obviously pitched for the Rays. Uh, last time he pitched in the Major League with the Rays was way back in 2011. He's now 33 years old, uh, and he's trying to become the next guy to, to develop that knuckleball later in his career and, and make a return. Um, I love these stories. Uh, we heard about Dan Johnson a little earlier this year, um, but but how confident is Sonnenstein in his knuckleball at this point? Well, you know, I think when Sonnenstein asks himself, why not me, I think you get a better answer than when someone like Dan Johnson says that, And based on the fact that this is a guy who's pitched at the major league level before and had some success. In fact, um, really, he was limited, I think, more by his tools than he was in anything mentally. You know, there aren't a lot of right-handers who throw under 90. Um, he's always struck me as a competitor. Uh, so I think it's going to be fun to see what happens. Um, he's doing every, you know, he's all in um, to uh, try and make this thing work because, uh, uh, you know, he's, at first he was hesitant to, to, you know, go public with, with what his intentions were. But, you know, when he found out about Dan Johnson and started pursuing it, and then uh, finally he said, you know, I don't care if anybody knows, I'm, I'm going for it. So I think with that kind of conviction, you need that in any kind of pursuit, and uh, he, he really seems to be going after it. And I guess it clicked it at one point, right? Did he drop his arm angle? Is that what he did with the knuckleball to finally kind of get it to dance? 
Yeah, and you know, he 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 told me that he's trying. He's he's at a point where he feels like he can throw the pitch, but he needs some somebody to really help him refine it. Um, and you know, he feels like he's gone as about as far as he can go on his own. So uh, he's hoping to get some of the you know the tribe of knuckleballers uh, <laughs> to to kind of embrace him and help him learn the pitch. And and I think there is kind of a kinsmanship among them, uh, you know, because they don't want to see the pitch disappear. Yeah, I mean, you got the Necros, obviously, um, and then Tim Wakefield kind of followed up them. And I know he spent a lot of time talking to those guys, and now he has, uh, within that Red Sox organization, obviously Stephen Wright, who's pitching at an all-star level. So there's certainly guys around you. You have uh, R.A. Dickey um, as well, obviously the, the only one to win a Cy Young Award. And they do seem to keep, keep that tight kind of fraternity. So you just got to get his way in there, and, and I think those guys are always willing to help. All right, the all-star game is quickly approaching uh, Bill, and obviously the Rays are at a point now struggling. You're not going to get the obvious uh, votes that, that guys get for being on successful teams, but there are certainly some Rays players that at the individual level are having all-star type seasons. Um, I see Alex Colomay and what he's done, the ERA under two and the 19 saves. To me, he's pitched at an all-star level. And then it's been great to see Evan Longoria put up the numbers he has from a homer standpoint, RBIs, that power's back. Um, do you see those guys making a run at San Diego? Or in your mind, who's the best chance the Rays have to, to be that representative or representatives in San Diego? Well, I do think those are the two best chances. And, <clears throat> of course, a lot will depend on, and see, you know, the manager's going out to try and win these things, and you know, it, it might come down to manager selection or the player selection. But um, I think Longoria is probably having his best year in the last three or four years. Uh, he feels comfortable at bat, uh, so certainly he'd be a good selection. And then Colomay has been really good, so uh, he's not had a chance to pitch much lately because they haven't had the lead. But uh, you know, he's he's done a nice job shutting the door. So he might be that piece the American League manager wants to. Uh, Having the event, uh, you know, of a, of a late, you know, a late inning uh, pitching game. Yeah, you know, they love to be able to slam that door late in the game in the All Star game and go with closer after closer, and he would fit into that. Longoria is up against a tough field, obviously, when it comes to third baseman, but he does have that name recognition. It'll be interesting to see uh, somebody from the race team is certainly going to be in San Diego. It would be neat if they got more than one. All right, that does it for another edition of MLB.com Extras, our Rays edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.